Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome back. It is Tuesday, October 26th. Um, thank you for joining Keith and I again. My name is Steve Durr, and I'm here with Keith Weingarten, and we're excited uh, to bring Tuesday's podcast to you. So, uh, Keith, normally on Tuesdays, we we call it Testimony Tuesday, and we ask our guests to um, kind of share their story, whether it's how they first came to know Jesus or maybe kind of what he's been doing in their lives lately. So would you be willing just to kind of share with us kind of your your walk with with that. Sure. Um, you know, in the beginning, I was brought up in a Christian home. Uh, nothing real exciting there. Um, but the the time in my life that I really saw God working and how really drew me in and, and as a young man brought me more towards Christ was in 1995, um, my wife and I's, well, we weren't married yet. <clears throat> uh, I was actually used to be best friends with her brother before we started okay. dating. Um, he was actually supposed to be our best man in our wedding. Uh, he and I went out one night and we're shining and, you know, doing guy stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we were in a car accident and he was killed. Oh, um, so that night, you know, I'm sitting in a police car waiting. I uh, wouldn't let him take me to the hospital and my parents came to get me. And the first thing I said is we need to go to, to Jim and Jane's, which is my mother and father-in-law's house. And I need to see them and I need to see Susan. Um, so, you know, we, my dad was really apprehensive to take me there. Okay. Um, because he just, you know, his son was alive and theirs was not, um, mm -hmm. which was really tough. Um, so I get there. Um, the, I think the law enforcement guys had, had already just left and they had actually advocates there. Um, I walk in and, you know, imagine, you know, family scene the other young man that was with his yeah. their kid that was killed. Yeah. Um, you know, without getting graphic, I had blood on my clothes and it wasn't mine. Okay. Um, yeah. And I was engaged to Susan and to be um, welcomed and to be mm. loved. Um, yeah. it, was, it was really powerful because I don't know that I could do that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just being brutally honest. Sure. Um, and my mother-in-law said to this day that if I died too, they would have lost Susan just of a broken heart because mm -hmm. her and her brother were like close. Okay. Yeah. And then myself, um, you know, to see their church, Fellowship Church, which I became a member of, mm -hmm. come around them and just, you know, love on them and take me in as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that was a pretty rough year because in July that year, my dad died of cancer. Mm -hmm. So, um again, back to the church coming around and helping and being a part of, you know, our lives, um, you know, and my sister is 12 years, not, I'm sorry, she was 12. She's eight years younger than me when my dad passed away, eight and a half, nine years. Um, and to see, to be honest, it was Pastor Matt and his wife okay. take my sister under her oh. their wings and help her. I'm, I'm convinced today they kept her from sliding into a, a deep, dark oh. depression. Um, but that was like the turning point that year. And I, you know, we started and we got married three months to the day after my dad died mm. in September. So it was really just a chock full year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I felt like, you know, starting a marriage like this, if we can make it through this, we can make it through anything. Yeah. Um, and it was, 
right away, we just, in my opinion, that was the turning point, you know, at 21 years old, you're 10 foot tall and bulletproof. You can, oh, sure. you can do anything. Yeah. Well, my best friend was just killed in a car accident. And then I was sitting in a passenger seat. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, you know, just to go through that, I'm like, you know, without the grace of God, I couldn't have made it. Yeah. So yeah, that was my, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's a big it. So, um, thank you so much for sharing that, for being vulnerable. Uh, that I'm sure that even now, all these years later, that's, that's tough to kind of reflect on. Um, but it's just encouraging to hear how the family of God just kind of wrapped around you. Um, and the broader family wrapped around your, your, your family, your, your wife's, um, parents and family. And so it's just one of those stories where something bad that happens could come, come from it and, and God can bless people through that. So thank you for sharing that. You bet. Yeah. All right. So today we're going to jump uh, into Psalms. Oftentimes on Tuesday, we do Psalms. Um, today it's Psalm one, uh, 146. So uh, Keith, would you be able to be willing to read that for us? Sure. Yep. I'm going to read that from the message Bible. Okay. Psalm 146. Hallelujah. Oh, my soul, praise God. All my life long, I'll praise God, singing songs to my God as long as I live. Don't put your life in the hands of experts who know nothing of life, of salvation life. Mere humans don't have what it takes. When they die, their projects die with them. Instead, get help from the God of Jacob. Put your hope in God and know real blessings. God made sky and soil, sea, and all the fish in it. He always does what he says. He defends the wronged. He feeds the hungry. God frees prisoners. He gives sight to the blind. He lifts up the fallen. God loves good people, protects strangers, takes the side of orphans and widows, but makes short work of the wicked. God's in charge, always. Zion's God is God for good. Hallelujah. Awesome. Thank you for that. Um, I'm glad you read it from the message because it, you know, just gives a little bit different spin on it. One of the phrases that that you read that isn't in my Bible is says God's um, he always does what he says. Um, and one of the biggest uh, things that jumped out to me as I read this is this the contrast between um, what we can get from men and what we can get from God. So it talks about don't put your trust in princes or in um, wise men. I experts. Think. Experts, right. Yep. Um, because men's plans fail. Right. And, you know, and, and my version talks about, um, you know, they can't save that when the spirit departs, they return to the ground um, on the very day their plans come to nothing. Um, we often try to put our try to put our hope in men, man, right, with other people. What this passage is saying is, no, 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 that's that's not the way to go. God always does what he says. Um, and it lists all the things he does. Um, you know, he's the maker of heaven and earth. He remains faithful forever. He upholds the cause of the oppressed, um, feeds people, takes care of the fatherless and the widows and the aliens. Um, so it's just, I don't know, it was cool to, to hear that specific phrase. He always does what he says, because that just summarizes that vast difference between God and men. So yeah. what what about you? What? Well, <clears throat> with my limited uh experience with law enforcement one of the things that really stuck out with me was um but he makes short work of the wicked mm. um you know i used to be a reserve for the Ottawa county sheriff's department and in a squad car you know a couple times a month mm-hmm. um and i wouldn't say that everybody we dealt with even that were going to end up going to jail that night 
was not uh, wicked per okay. se, maybe some very poor choices. Sure. Yeah. But you know, at that point, we are dealing with what our limited knowledge of man, yeah. and we're trying to discern what's been wrong and what's right. And mm. we are dealing with them swiftly, sure. um, taking them to jail or separating them. Um, you know, it just brought me back to, um, I mean, specifically once we took a guy to jail and I can't even remember why we took him to jail, but he looked at me as we were leaving and we're bringing bring him into booking and mm. we're leaving. Um, he said, you know, uh, be safe. I'll pray for you. Mm. And I'm going, I just put this guy in jail. <laughs> yeah. and he's selling me this. Um, yeah. And it, it just hit me. I mean, I, I stood there for a second and I, I, I had to collect myself and I said, you know what? Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. He goes, I, I just want you to be safe. And mm -hmm. I left. I mean, it was yeah. just that short, you know, the, the hard part about what I did, especially even just being a reserve was a lot of times things would happen, you know, whether you help somebody in an accident or you help somebody or you put them in jail, you don't normally see the other end. Sure. The, what happens, you have to have the faith, mm -hmm. um, of the right things happening. So that was yeah. partially where it kind of spoke to me on that. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, God knows the full story. And so we might not see all of it, but he, and then he can bring that justice Correct. swiftly. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, one thing that also just jumped out, tying it back to yesterday's story. Um, verse nine says, the Lord watches over the aliens and sustains the fatherless and the widows. Um, and that's exactly what the story was about yesterday with Ruth and Naomi, how they were, that Ruth was an alien, right? When she went back to Judah, that's not where she was from. Um, they were both widows. Um, they were fatherless. Um, and so yet God provided for them and took care of them. So that was just kind of a neat connection between this passage and, um, what we read yesterday. Um, so again, one of the other things, um, I wondered as I read this is it's so obviously the contrast between relying on man and relying on God that um, we should never rely on men. We should rely on God. But yet oftentimes um, we default to relying on men, whether it's uh, political leaders, um, whether it's um, family members. Uh, so I just I just I'm wondering, I wonder why is it so easy for us to um trust in man that will fail and not trust in God who is, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, when you were just talking about that, I was thinking about what, you know, uh, pastor Matt had spoke about on Sunday when yeah. he was talking, I can't, he said he was talking to somebody and he's, the guy has been praying or the person has been praying and praying and God still hasn't answered oh, yeah. his, his prayer. Yeah. Um, I think that could be part of the problem because, um, even if it doesn't work out, when we put our faith in man, we get an answer relatively quick, mm. whether they do what we want or need them to do, yeah. or they don't. Now we have a stepping stone to hit the next, yeah, the next thing. So I wonder if it's just, you know, our humanly body with timing and, and what, you know, I, I, I if you ask my kids, I can probably be considered a pretty impatient person okay. them sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And I too. think that's just our, our nature as, yeah. as, as man, um, we want our answer. We want it now. And, mm. you know, it's hard to sit and, and be, I'm trying to think of the word, but try to really be calm and wait for the Lord's discernment on mm. that. So I, that's where I kind of get it is just, it's easier for us. It's tangible. We can see it and we usually get our answer much quicker. Yeah. So even if it's not the right answer, we know that the plans will fail. We go with what's 
right in front of us than what is unknown. Um, so I, I would agree completely with you. It's easier to trust in what's here now. Um, so it makes me wonder, you know, if we know that God um, always does what he says, right? God um, has that ultimate plan that will be successful. What can we do um, to help us better trust in God and not rely on man? And the only thing I could think of was, well, are we intentionally looking for areas either in our own lives or in others' lives where God is providing where man maybe didn't? Um, so maybe it is an answer for prayer in somebody else's life um, or known. Can you think of a time where maybe you saw God's provision for either your own life or um, somebody else's that served as a reminder that God is ultimately the one to trust in? Yeah. Um, probably one of the things I think about often is um, my boys have a, a friend and her parents are divorced mm -hmm. and um, she always had looked up to me the joke is that mom and I are the cool parents. Oh, sure. yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know that she has a lot of correspondence and likes her dad that much, you know, okay. and sometimes just being removed is, is easier. Yeah. Um, she always asks me for information and she's, um, she's in the uh, reserves army reserves okay. and an MP, um, which she's not a very big person in stature. Okay. Um, but she's the first thing she did when she signed up for it, she called me and she says, well, you were in uniform. You're not a big person, but you always had, you know, you've projected authority. Mm -hmm. And she's asking me, how do you do that? And how do you do yeah. this? And I'm like, well, I just kind of told her what I would do. And then, um, the other guy was probably, you know, two or three weeks ago, she, she texts me out of the blue and she mm -hmm. says, Mr. Weingarten, my front bumper's falling off and can you help me put it on? I kind of laugh because if she knows me, I, I can build, I build, I okay. don't wrench. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm not that great at it, but bring it over and we'll look at it. And if I can't, the next door neighbor is really handy. Um, and she subsequently, she was able to take care of it herself, but just to um, know that, you know, I don't know that she would ask her dad. So okay. I'm like, am I the provision for her? Yeah. You know, oh, I and think then so. the boys had told me um, in April, she's getting shipped to Saudi. Okay. So I'm like, you know, she hasn't reached out to me, but I'm going to reach out to her. So I, yeah. I reached out and I said, the boy said, you're getting shipped out. You know, how's it going? What's, what's happening? You know, is it for just for a two week training? Uh, no, she's going to be there for nine months Wow. and they're okay. taking her out of college. I mean, I mean, she's okay. there on the GI bill, Okay. Um, but they're taking her out of college to go do this. Okay. And, you know, I just told her, you know, Hey, let me know when you're there, how I can correspond with you. She says, well, I should have my phone. I don't know what service is going to be like. I said, I'll pray for you. So yeah. that yeah. was my way of trying to be that person. Yeah. Um, and I do a lot with my oldest niece too, just because we see, you know, try, same thing, just, you yeah. know, be there as a, as a, an adult and, sure. you know, someone they can talk to that's maybe not judged as much. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think that's a great example of how God is meeting her needs. Um, filling in a void in her life through you. Um, so that's cool that you're open to, to be that for her. Um, and I'm sure that um, whether she recognizes it or ever tells you that, I'm sure she appreciates that as well. So, well, I think that's, uh, again, kind of a, a good note to end on because um, it provides us a challenge um, that we can maybe uh, look at, um, try to find areas in our life where um, we 
look for ways God is providing either for us or others as a reminder that um, he is ultimately the one that we need to trust in um, and not man, not the worldly things. Um, so um, as we go about our day, um, I just want to leave us with this blessing. May you, our listeners, have the strength to not put your trust in princes or mortal men or leaders of this world, um, but that you would find your help, your strength in the Lord, our God, the maker of heaven and earth. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.